Welcome to our table and home. Pull up a seat and join as we play Dungeons and Dragons in space in our home campaign, Starlight. Now, before we jump into it, I just want to say thank you for joining us and being a part of this community and the fun here. And we just actually really wanted to shout out again to Ring of Hope, the nonprofit that my wife, Courtney, has pretty much helped get off the ground with a few others. And they're doing really awesome work. You want to just, again, tell us a little more about that. Yeah, I don't think last time I like said anything about how we're doing what we're doing. Um, our mission is to surround vulnerable youth with the support structures necessary to pave the way for a self-sustainable future. Um, and we're doing that with different facets that I can elaborate on later. But it's been a really cool experience. You can follow us on, on Facebook at A Ring of Hope. Um, and then hopefully we'll have a website up and running soon. But that's a good way to just start getting involved with the organization. Thanks. Well, all right, guys. Is there anything else, or we're good? We're ready to go. Yeah, perfect. Well, where we last left off, we had three wayward, let's say, souls, adventurers, people in one of which at least involved in some dark and murky activities, come together on Titan One, a asteroid that belongs to the guild. On this asteroid, it is the home to one of the more primary uh, detention centers and rehabilita rehabilitation and re-education, um, let's say, facilities, where also, as some of our other players learned from like months of being there, that it was used for mining and getting some of the necessary uh, fuel to allow hyper jumps and such. So we had McKenna, the elephant Loxodon, traveling to a different planet on an Airbus that broke down and was towed precariously into the Hive detention facility where she ran into Clive, a, uh, a pe peculiar synth who seems to be searching for something, something that he doesn't quite understand about himself and maybe something that he's also lost along the way. Now, finding themselves, uh, Clive, having gone there to get information from a uh, peculiar gray scientist, it was time for him to make his escape, and as he was doing so, found no other way except to use the uh, smuggling dragon that belonged to a, uh, a murky, at best, thug mercenary maybe even Acer, named Atlas. Sneaking on board, Clive hid down below the floor panels. Meanwhile, we had the Loxodon and Atlas, this large towering man. If he is a man at best, or if he's potentially a cyborg as we have talked about due to like some of the, the dull resonating blue hums and uh, various lines of circuitry. They met, they talked and Due to some trouble that Clive or uh, that uh, Atlas has caused with some of the prison guard needed to make a quick escape, unable to necessarily deal with the Loxodon in a quick enough manner, as her Airbus broke down and she needed to get off the planet as well, they decided it was best to talk later, get on the ship, and leave. And that's where we start off. Having just destroyed the sides of the laser gates, your guys' small smuggling dragon 
is piloted up and out of the detention center, out into space, leaving behind like some of the onlookers in awe. Thankfully, the terraformed atmosphere kind of like not allowing anything to go out into the vacuum of space. You can hear the uh, the just dull um, sensors are the sensors are picking up like a dull thud of the alarms ringing from the uh, detention center behind you. But you guys are moving as fast as you can out of it. And before you know it, because the asteroid's really not you know nowhere near as big as a planet, you guys shoot through the thin haze that surrounds the uh, periphery of this massive asteroid, breaking the fake atmosphere, um, and out into space. Ahead of you, on one of the uh, viewing portals, you can see the prison ship that you, Atlas, need to get to. Alrighty. Then, I'm just going to ignore the Loxodon for now. That's on my ship. Wait, yeah. where are you standing in the... <laughs> Sorry. Um... I imagine I'm standing in like the least intrusive place, although I'm fairly intrusive. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like you do have to kind of like hunch your shoulders down yeah. a little bit, as it's a bit. It, it, it's made for uh, different types of people. <laughs> I mean, wherever is not in the way is where I'm at. Are you bored? Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to scare nobody. Um. So yeah, he's gonna. Just go up to the like main, like near the pilot, and just mm-hmm. say, "I need to catch that ship." And, then... and she, your pilot, she has her arms almost elbow deep into the fleshy nodules that, which allows her to pilot mm-hmm. the uh, ship. Mm-hmm. She turns, kind of like some of the goggles still attached, but the the goggles are actually uh, tubings that just almost like suction cup to the eyes, but they're transparent, so you can actually see her eyes. But where her eyes were like a beautiful jade green before, they are completely white now. And she just turns some of the equipment, just kind of shifting with her. And she goes, on it, boss. Got to move a little quickie, quicker. God dang, I'm getting a lot of interference here. She goes, I think they're trying to jam our signals. And she kind of like presses the thruster a little bit quicker uh, towards the ship. So why are we going after this prison ship? Because I have the job to do. And you just got on my ship for no reason. And what might the job be that we are doing? Do I have any, like, do we know if the ship has any, like, hatch that I can just, like, open up to, like, vacuum somebody else? Um, <laughs> definitely <laughs> down by, like, the, um, <clears throat> down by, like, the entrance area. But you would have to, like, lure her into oh. the, the two-pronged chamber. Okay. Um, uh, you said you were going to help, so what are your skills. Well, tell me what we're doing so I know that if what skills that I have that are applicable. Well, I need to capture a specific prisoner. How do you plan on capturing them? I do presume they're coming back alive. They're coming back how the Acers desire it. Tell me about the Acers. Can I do a history check here? Yes. I feel like I would definitely. You don't know much about the Acers, but you do know that they are a very dangerous, very violent. Uh, They do follow the laws, 
But when acers are involved, it's either like white collar crime or they're coming to break your kneecaps in. So tell me about the acers. I don't know much. And I see as, as they both say acers, you hear that and you immediately pick up on that from down below as the, 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 the plating above you creaks as this loxodon shifts from weight. <laughs> oh man, it sounds like we might have some trouble at brewing. I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay down here, stay quiet until we land, find a way I can escape. And the Acers? Who might they be? <clears throat> a large corporation. There's a lot of business with technology and machinery. There are a lot of large corporations that do it's business. One yep, do it's I, one of the biggest. Do I overhear the whole conversation or just like tidbits? Go ahead and make a perception check. Good team. Yeah, it, you actually can make out pretty much all of it. I'd say 95% of it. And where you don't, your, your brain automatically makes the connections in the, the empty space. All right, I'm just going to stay quiet and keep listening. I was... I do feel like we got off on the wrong foot. I may have invited myself onto your ship without you having much of a say on this, and yeah. I do apologize. But now that we are together and we are going after a prison ship, I do feel as though I have the right to know um, who we are going after, why we are going after them, and if it might be of assistance. Do I know that Loxodons are from the planet of something or other normally, like their home territory? Go ahead make a history check. All right, cool. I'm going to use this one. 19. Loxodons, as you know, they once had a planet. Nobody really knows about what that planet was. Not even most Loxodons know. They are an oral tradition. Such information would have been passed down just word to trunk and trunk to word. And um, they are a scattered species, and they are a dying species. At one point, they were hunted down by the Federation. They're hunted down by the Federation? Once. Once. Many, like, decades and decades and decades ago. That's mm-hmm. no longer a thing, and it's well known. By chance, as the DM, was there any Loxodon that seemed to be particularly involved in my past at all? Like, any Loxodon, like, groups or anything? Mm, go ahead and make a history check. Not particularly with you. There once was a. Um, it, it's it made news once, but there was a radical Loxodon. Like it, it had more than Loxodons, but the leaders were Loxodons. But it was a radical like terrorist group. But nobody. It's like one of those things where nobody knew exactly what they wanted. Okay. But, you know they were responsible for uh, claiming to be peaceful, but also like having some explosions and various terrorist-type activities related to their organization as well. All right. Are you part of any terrorist groups? No. Why would you ask such a question? I'm actually going to insider as, like, a criminal myself. Okay. Go ahead and roll insight. What is that? Seven. That's like seven, yeah. I'm going to roll a deception here. Okay. That would be a 21. You cannot read her. Alright, so are you going to tell me what your skills are? Because you said you are going to help me and I need to finish my job. 
again for what feels like the hundredth time. You've yet to tell me what the job is and who we're going after, Alice. I do not understand how you expect someone to help you with something if you do not tell them the de details of what they're helping you with. Are we getting close to the ship? As you go and look at the viewing portal, it, you are getting closer, mm -hmm. but the pilot is hard at work um, mm -hmm. moving you guys closer at this point. She hasn't quite given you guys an ETA yet or anything like that, but you're, you're gaining. But we're getting close, right? You're, you're gaining. All right, so I'm you're just going to... in distance. What I will say, Atlas, is I do seem um, immensely more intelligent than you are, and so I think that will come in handy. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to chuckle. Well, Alice is going to chuckle a little with it. And he's going to pull out You know what? I'm going to make it work this way. We're going to pull Where do we do this? You can pull out your cups yep. out. Yep. All right. So you watch as this man just kind of chuckles a little bit and he from a little just side like, satchel, yeah. almost like a fanny pack on the side, he pulls out like three cups <laughs> and that's sets awesome. them down, pulls you over to a table that's kind of been set up and sets the cups down on the table. All right, so we're gonna, you're in about yourself on my ship and now you're insulting me. So if you all are more intelligent than me, this simple game of cups should suffice. Now here's the deal. Is if you lose, you're off my ship in space. I'd like to do an impact this on this and see if there's some kind of trick behind this game. Yes, go for it. I am a stand-up guy. What are you saying? Oh yeah, thirteen. <laughs> do you feel like she reads anything off of you? Thirteen? Yeah. She done wrong. Just in case. Seven? Yeah, she does. You get the sense that there is a little bit of um. Well, not that I'm cheating. It's more of like a like. Am I actually like showing emotion? Like I'm excited about something. Yeah. Not like I'm gonna like. You don't see him like thinking as if he's like getting like nervous. He's just. Alice, like, the next stop. I'll just get off your ship. As he, I don't need to help you. As as you say that, the woman yells out and she goes, "All right, you guys get yourselves ready." We're about 15 minutes out, gaining, and we're gonna need to make a jump right after because, uh, and she, a viewing portal kind of flares to life behind you, um, and almost kind of like holographic this time, just, and you see three ships starting to leave the asteroid in your guys' direction, and, uh, and she goes, and, on the wrong ship. <laughs> Pulls one hand out. And she goes, Hey, Atlas. Looks at you and she goes, oh, You don't want to play that game, honey. And um, she goes, I need to talk to you for a I second. I knew it. <laughs> talk to me? Yeah, you got a second, right, Atlas. I'll walk, over, I'll walk over to her. All right, all right. And she, she goes, The thing's on autopilot for a second. Um, and she kind of moves you into a different room. And she goes, ah, so about that alarm? Yeah, did you figure out what caused it? Yeah, I accessed the cameras yeah. and all of that. And she goes, um, 
this day just gets weirder and weirder. Mm-hmm. You might want to check under the, uh, the, the the floor paneling, the one that we used for smuggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I hear any of that? Do I make a perception check? They're out of the rooms, made with disadvantage. Indians, you know. Or... Uh, seventeen. You do not hear that. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna tell her to act normal, and we're gonna walk back in, and I am going to go to the panel. Well, we're gonna go through that whole process. Okay. I am gonna basically what my game plan is, so you know, uh, her. So she's gonna act normal, get back on the like yep, sh- on the controls and stuff. I'm gonna go to the panel, and then what is it made out of? Oh, it's just like a it's just a metal paneling that you lift up. Is it like a like a is there anything to like lift it up easily or Yeah, there's like a hidden like kind of like button that opens it up. Hmm. Perfect. Okay. And uh but right now as you walk back, she goes, Oh, we'll do boss. Okay. I'm gonna light a and cigarette too, yeah. She goes, uh, and um you still remember how to work those turrets, right? Yeah, I remember. Oh, good. She goes, getting right back into here, and she goes, Seriously, don't play that game. I don't intend to. That's why I said I have immensely more intelligence. Oh, good, good. Way to start insulting him. And she puts the things back on and goes back into her trance-like state where she's communicating with the actual entity of the ship. And you look over. McKenna is standing right on top of the the, the false flooring. So he's smoking a cigarette. He's going to walk up real close to her. One... I want to see too if any of the smoke bothers her. Cause it's like strong. It's not obviously we know it's not. So it's not normal cigarettes. It's like just cigar like, you know, smoke. Like it's like it's like almost like burning tar. Almost it's almost smells like. Mm. Like it's oh, it's strong. Like it's a strong smell. Yeah. And smoke so that 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 is like wafting down towards you as well. It's like it's one of those like. There's something different about this smoke. Do do I get any sort of sense that? the attitudes above me are changing a bit, like as if maybe they're getting a little suspicious. Make an insight check. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna take that as a nope. <laughs> With that nat one, you, yeah. you are like, pure. I feel like I'm safe. I'm just I'm about <laughs> to take a, a nap here. Yeah, you just kind of like put your hat back over your eyes for a second. Mm. Just kind of like relying on your senses to tell you. Alrighty. So I'm gonna uh, like get real close, yeah. Alice, I've been around people <clears throat> like you, <clears throat> and I. <clears throat> have you ever been around a loxodon who sneezes or coughs? Yeah, you should probably sit down. I'm you should like... probably back up. And I cough, and things spew out of me all over you, like all over you, and it's the most disgusting thing. <laughs> Clive's gonna. I don't do well with <coughs> smoke. He's Clive is startled by this because it's just this <laughs> booming, and he figures that he may need to prepare himself. So he's gonna pull what you guys don't see, but basically he has a blanket sort of thing wrapped over what appears to be just a long, some sort of long type item, mm-hmm. and he's gonna pull that out and unwrap it. All right, so you start unwrapping it with this like kind of like uh, soft, um, almost cottony blanket, but it's still kind of tattered around the edges from wear, and you very, very quietly. How much space is down ready? 
It's pretty big. It's okay. Yeah, this I mean, this kind of shipping ship, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I wanted to know, like, does he have enough room to stand? He has enough room to half stand. Perfect. Or neat. And how much? Like, how was the like? Is it like ten by ten, six by six? Uh, just like width wise, right? Like how like how much wide is it? Yeah, it's probably more than ten by ten type of. Situation. Okay, so yeah, okay, so it's very good. Okay, right, so you're covered. You're dripping a little bit of like some of that loxodon sneeze, and just kind of like coming down off of you. There's a little bit hanging from her trunk that just okay, drips onto the floor. Because I'm in my own ship, I'm gonna take off the jacket, that clean. So as you can see, he does have the lines around his like arms slightly, but and it only it stops kind of like at his shoulders, the like blue lines, but then has like that tat, like that black tattoo of I described earlier. Alice, it looks like you forgot to bathe. There's like stuff on your face and all over you. It looks like a kid drew on you. This this, this locks on leans in, kind of like wise and eyes. I'd like to do this... a real invest. I'm trying to deceive him and do like a real investigation on this. Do it. Just do it. Wait, so what are you trying An to investigation or a deception? De- sorry, a deception on investigating what his tattoos are. Okay. Oh, well, my big my Roll big a tattoo? deception first then. So that would be an 11. Can you make an insight check, Atlas? Insight? Yep. Oh. Is this like me trying to like hide it or? No. Okay. okay I was just saying, I'm just. I would have you roll a deception yeah. if you're trying to hide it. Eight. All right. You clearly pick up that she's looking right at the tattoo and examining it. Oh. Wait, I rolled an 11. Oh, I thought you rolled oh. an eight. Sorry. No. I don't know. We, we got it. that flip from Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. She, I don't notice it. She appears in close, but it seems like she's actually pretty concerned. Uh, but you don't really care if she looks at the tattoo. Yeah. As then I'd like to do an insight or investigation on that. Do a history roll. Oh. A 17? That is an Acer tattoo. I'm sorry. I, Wait, did she I, get a, In character, would I know about the Acers? Yep. Okay. Yep. What would what, I know? Um, so, Different the Acers are, like, they're, they're basically like thugs. But they're really highly mobilized, almost like the mob. But they have integrated themselves so well into society, and they they front with the business, or that's like an open secret. But working with the an acer, an acer is again they're either there to do white collar crime or to break your kneecaps in. Huh. Those are interesting childlike drawings I see on you. Well, let me help clean up the ship. I'm so sorry about that sneeze. And then, so, so wait, no, Alice does turn around and punch. He just punches her. There's a one through ten chance I was just just punch her. Okay, roll and tackle. <laughs> Can I like try to side this? This is it's like just a unarmed, right? Yep. All right. What is that? Fourteen plus four. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right, so as you're leaning in saying that, Atlas just throws just like, almost like a side, just like fist, just Not like enough to really hurt you, yeah. but like one point of damage, just like almost He's mostly like a, just doing it as like a, like, you're being disrespectful. He's getting tired of it. It's like a warning almost. Yeah. And, and that kind of like pushes you to the side a little bit and moves her off of the platform. And now she's no longer standing over the false platform. You do seem to have a temper. What do you want to do? Well, now I'm already irritated at this point. He is literally just going to, like, because now that she moved, 
he's gonna take the opportunity to quickly just pull the board up and literally just as soon as he sees something he's gonna grapple it okay let's see so as soon as he pulls that up what are you gonna do as you're waiting my laser rifle is pointed right at the opening so as soon as you as soon as you open the hatch you're staring down the barrel of my laser rifle can I grab the barrel or no it's probably pretty I want you to well it's up yeah that's what I want to know well, because how far down would, would he have to reach? He would have to, like, because he has to kneel down and reach. Oh, over. true. So you said the space is pretty I'm, big. You're going to have time to say, like, whatever you want to say. So go ahead and oh, you, yeah, you yeah. take the floor. I'm sorry. I, no, I'll tell you, like, I completely forgot the how big the thing was again. Good. All right. Now hold up here. Hold up. I'm not here to cause you any trouble. I'm not here to cause any problems. I was just stowing away on this ship. I was trying to get away from the prison just like the rest of you, and I just so happened to stumble upon this ship. I'm not here to cause you any problems. I wasn't even planning on coming out until we landed and I could escape freely. So I suggest you just leave me be before I have to use this. And so you guys see basically this old old style laser rifle that looked like it came from like past wars that he, had, he would have picked up when he had woken up originally so it, it looks kind of it looks kind of tattered looks kind of battered but from all sense and purposes it looks like it's fully functional and he is ready to use it now you just hear like the faint just like yeah like it's humming almost do i notice that he's a synth like a synth or no because uh, like me my, go ahead like and make an insight check okay because like my character obviously it seems more like a oh Dragon so Ball on that real quick so he did change his outfit from the original outfit he's no longer wearing the inmate outfit now he's got an arm basically it looks like an armored skin tight suit with black plating all over it the cowboy hat he has a scarf around his neck and he's wearing like a almost like a black trench type leather coat okay do i notice his synth and also if i do is he an older or newer model well why don't you roll an insight check first natural 20. natural 20. You have no idea if he's a scent. So I'm assuming. Now, do I pick up on the fact that he might be some sort of you, because he's he took his coat off and the, has all the markings and stuff all over him? You make an inside check. I would say, yeah, mine doesn't look like I'm wearing like metal though, or made out of metal. Is that a natural one? Dude, it wasn't wow, 19, okay. and it just boom. so you have no idea. At that, like you actually, he looks more cyborg esque, but he's got a lot of augments and implantations from what you can tell. Yes, yeah, the only thing is my lines that are on my like my body. The only things that look like they could be anything like robotic is just the energy lines through my like okay. arms and like head face. And everything. All right, so, well, now hold up before before you decide to do anything. He kind of steps out of out of the crawl space now. I'm not sure who you people are. In fact, I wait a minute. Didn't I see you back on the prison ship? What are I, you doing here? I know not what you speak of. Oh, don't you lie to me. I know you were the only Loxodon on that ship. How did you get... What is going on? You were quite insulting to me the first time we spoke. You have been increasingly insulting to me. As we've spoken, I will not speak to either of you. And the watchman just kind of turns and looks back at the viewing portal. 
So. I need you to make a perception check. Um, that would be a 15. At the same moment, your eyes widen as the pilot goes, holy shit! And you see in the viewing portal as this ship, this hidden what was previously invisible. It's a small, almost like gunner dragon that has like four short wings and it has a tail fin that kind of runs up the back and almost looks like an eel kind of moving through. Two of them suddenly appear, a cloaking device kind of coming off of them, surrounding the prison ship. And as she says, holy shit, you watch as energy beams just straight out at the prison ship and you watch as it just like a like a uh, a conglomeration of energy, um, not flames, but bright lights, and you watch as the ship kind of starts to float off course, spinning uncontrollably, almost back towards the asteroid. And at the same moment, the uh, the pilot kind of calls out, and she goes, "Atlas!" Explosion, kind of like knocks her to the side onto the ground throwing her up and out of the side of it as another explosion kind of slams into the hull of the ship and that's when the like viewing port goes dark and you watch as like twisting tendrils of metal spikes come slamming through the wall and they're almost like a drill that opens up like a beak of a squid just there's a whirring of electricity alarms start going off and you hear as like footsteps come running out from within and you see uh, what appears to be a like both armored figures um, kind of dressed in piecemealed armor no particular badge way of recognizing them one has like four arms and is carrying uh, what you see to be like a humming vibration of like a laser weapon a, a, a short uh, sword that is kind of like recurving back into itself um, and a dark skinned female uh, and you realize that these are these are the pirates and they come running onto the ship and they yell alright I want you all to put your hands down weapons kick them on over here and you're going to throw us all of the goods out of your safe if you didn't think we didn't see this as a smuggling ship you're wrong. So Alice is just going to... Oh, did I get knocked over, I'm assuming? Did you get knocked over? Yeah, when they hit the... I'm I assuming I'd probably... I want you all to go ahead and make an athletic check to see if you stand. Athletics. 20. 16. 16 plus 6, 22. All right, you both kind of like hold yourselves in place. You start to kind of stumble, but your trunk shoots out, grabbing the side of a railing kind of like an extra arm, just hold yourself into place as these beings come running through and into the ship. You guys are right about over in this area. Oh my God. Now, I don't know what's going on here, but it does not seem like we have time to bicker amongst ourselves. As far as I can tell, we're all trying to get out of here, and right now we have a common enemy. So Alice, suggest... if you apologize, I'll help. I don't know why everyone's trying to get on my ship. <laughs> I suggest we all put our petty squabbles aside and deal with the problem at hand. We can discuss the minor details later. Atlas, if you apologize, I will help. 
don't need help from the wheat. All right. All right, well, I'm not defending her. Since she was the first one to respond, will you please roll an initiative roll for me? 15. All right. Clive, you're up first. Alrighty. He's going to cock his laser rifle, and it's going to start to uh, hum and whirl and charge up. And he's going to take his first initial shot at the one standing in front there. Okay, so you got to kind of move over a little bit into the viewing. So you see them, they, they crash through like kind of like the back part of the ship right and are here. running up like the hallway intersection right of the here. ship. All right. Well, that's unfortunate. All right, so you um, take that's the gonna shot. Be an eight. It kind of shoots wildly off as you were in the middle of yelling at them. And you just kind of take the shot out of instinct before even looking. Uh, and the, the woman kind of like turns her head and looks and she goes, Oh, it's going to be that way, huh, oh, boys? Curse this she, old weapon. <laughs> she raises like a short, like just regular knife and kind of just rubs it up against the side of her face. All right, Atlas, your turn. Alrighty, so Alice is going to char. Wait, the the one in front. Yep. Is it look like they have like melee weapons or ranged? This one is holding a laser sword, and she has what looks like a knife in one hand and a short laser pistol in the other. All right. Alice is going to call to his pilot to like stay put, because my pilot's still around somewhere. Around, Your so. pilot got knocked to the floor. You don't know if she's okay or not. All right. I'm just gonna say out loud, so loud enough for her to hear, and then I'm gonna just charge. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna charge him, the first one. Okay. What are you gonna do? Quick decisions, let's yep, go. He's just gonna swing his first axe. Alright. Alright, so that'd be 17 plus 6. That's so, a hit. Yeah, so you, your burst axe kind of slams into the side, shearing through part of the armor. Oops. 11 plus 4, so 15. How do you wanna how do you wanna kill this guy? I was gonna cleave him in half. Alright, so he goes running up uh, where where he was smoking before, the, the cigarettes just left there, creating like a thick tar-like smoke behind him as he kind of clears through it. And just catches part of the uh, armor and kind of slams him up against the wall and rather than stopping, he just grabs leaves one hand on the half and puts the other one on the other side of the blade and pushes it all the way through. And the guy's just like... And he just kind of falls to the ground. All your weaklings gonna get off my ship. All right. Uh, so, this one over here, the the woman kind of watching that, she goes, and this is when she sees the uh, the Acer tattoo, and she she grabs like a little com link on the side of her shirt, and she goes, Captain Yurik, Yurik, you. Dean's down. De- Dean's down. We, uh, it's an acer. And then you hear over the calmly crackles again. And it goes, come again? Acer? She goes, it's an acer. It's, an, it's a berserker. And he goes, get off that ship. Get off that <laughs> ship. That's an order. And for her turn, she goes running off the ship and takes one like wild shot straight at you. 
as she's leaving, almost just trying to slow you down. The shot goes wild and just slams into the side of you, leaving just like a little blackened spot as she runs back into her ship. It is your turn. Well, that went well. This is the connection. Um, so she's... Is she off the ship? This is the connection of where she is. And you. she's like kind of run back into like the metal drill type section. And you can you can see it starting to hiss. But it's not close. It's closing pretty slow. Is she injured? No, she okay. is just... Her morale was just broken in half. Okay. Well, there's not really much for me to do besides help mend the ship wherever it's damaged. So I'll do that kind of privately by myself. Okay. So like very small things. Yeah. You yeah. can mend. And you just... McKenna's just like... Oh. And she... You guys, Clive, you notice this because he's like up there and probably would notice this, but you watch as she walks over and you watch as like a small black cloud of almost like insects start to kind of flow up and out of her skin and some out of like her her different like opening, uh, like openings like the snout, her mouth, her ears as the tiny little nanotech bots start flying out and coalescing around whatever it is she seems to will it and starts putting them back together. And I'm just humming along if I'm doing this in each spot. Like, nothing else is going on. Okay. Now, she's, you see that this is starting to close. Is there anything anyone wants to do? Or are you guys just happy to let her... Wait, does it matter whoever goes now? Nope. No. I'm going to use the dex... I'm going to use the ranged first dex attack and just go to swing at her. Wait, how far is she from me? She is 10, 20... So she's 35 feet. Yep, I'm going to use the range and try to hit her. That should be at disadvantage. Huh? Yeah, it's 20 and 40 feet. It's 40 and 80. 40 and 80, okay. Yeah. You're good. Okay, so this is dex, though. For the plus. Yep. Hit. 10. All right, it shoots, and as you guys watch, as he moves the burst axe out, and there's a, in a hollow hole in the top, and you hear as the burst axe goes... <laughs> he clicks a button, and it, he watches a single large bolt of just plasma energy goes flying out. It doesn't hit her. It hits the side of the thing. She kind of ducks down as you see her grab the side of a like a uh, lift, um, like a handle, mm-hmm. and pulls it and goes. Kroom! And you watch as the thing, the the implements which allowed her ship to basically careen and crash in and allow a boarding party closes, and the ship starts to pull out. As it pulls out, you uh, you like get this feeling that. This is not good, because when it pulls out, it's going to completely pull everyone into the vacuum of space. And that's exactly what it does. As it leaves, you suddenly get this rush of... As everything starts to get sucked out of the place. I need everyone here to please tell me how they are going to hold themselves in place. Or basically not get pulled out. I'm going to jump back down in the hole. Okay. I want you to please go ahead and make a uh, make an athletics check to see acrobatics check to see if you can do this quickly enough before like you really start to get sucked out. Eleven. Okay, your hands kind of you jump and it starts pulling you really quickly, and your jump immediately starts turning into getting like sucked out. But you're able to slam a hand down and grab with one hand and lift up the lid. But you are like flowing. You. Um, I'd like to just use my trunk 
and maybe a limb as well to grab on. What was I grabbing on to initially? Just, just like a side like railing. Was it strong? It was pretty sturdy. Okay, then I'll go on to that again. Okay. That's gonna be athletics. Nine. Nine. You grab it, and your trunk rips. And now you're holding on with one hand. What are you going to do? Uh, almost jam my axe like with the blade, just like like a ice pick almost. Yeah. Just slam it into the bottom. I want you to also. I want you to make an attack roll with damage roll. So let's see. Attack roll with damage? Yeah, but do your attack roll first. Okay. Can't see it. What is it? That's a 16. So 16 plus 6. Alright. Your your axe slams down. It finds purchase. Yeah. But how deep it is, roll for damage. 3 plus 4, 7. 7? Yeah. <clears throat> you get it in into the ground and it suddenly starts. You guys hear this terrible shredding noise as the axe is starting to shred metal as he's getting pulled five feet at a time. Clive. Would mending help address this? Uh, it, mending only addresses about a five foot, or uh, it's like a super small area. I think it's like five feet or a foot or something like that. Okay. Um, this would be like an entire wall is just gone. Okay. And you guys can see the asteroid behind you. Your ship, by the way, is starting to also careen out of control. Uh, and thanks to the, the augmented uh, atmosphere and, and around the asteroid, you guys are floating in the direction back towards the detention center. Not towards the detention center, but towards uh, Titan 1. Okay. I need you to please go ahead and make a... Uh, make an interfacing check, please, Clive, with your expertise as a pilot. Ten. Ten. You know that the if you can interface with the ship and override some of the various barriers, you can actually control the carpus of the symbiotic form that is the dragon part of the ship that grows around it mm-hmm. to actually close the wound. Well, shoot, I'm out of time to do that. Okay. I need you to go ahead and make an athletic check to see if you can crawl your way that direction. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so Clive, hand grabs the other side. <clears throat> he starts kind of like grabbing different things, pulling himself. A few times he kind of slips, sliding back, but eventually gets his hand around like the, the mount of the control center. In that time, I need you to make an athletics check. Twelve plus... Six, 18? All right, you still slide back five feet, but you don't lose your grasp of the axe. You guys just hear, shh. I need you, uh, McKenna, please <laughs> make a strength saving throw. That would be a seven. Seven? You guys watch as McKenna goes, <laughs> her hand comes free and she goes flying about 15 feet in the direction towards Atlas. <laughs> I know it's kind of chaotic, but is there a way for me to do like a wisdom check to know how to address the situation? Go ahead and make a survival check. Okay, survival. That's good. It'd be a 20. 20? If you can interface with the ship, uh, you can get it to close. Otherwise, 
that's to hurry it up. If the ship doesn't have anyone interfacing with it, the the body of the dragon which surrounds the ship lacks the brain and the intellect to like quickly do it, but it will it will close the wound on its own after a shorter period of time. It's just you don't know if you have that amount of time. Okay. And I see that you're headed that direction. I'm just I'm gonna try and You're flying I know. in the other direction. Big oil. Yeah, big you you lost your breath. Okay. I need you, Clive. As you kind of clamber your way up, holding on, you dive one hand in to the flesh, the other kind of wrapping your legs around the pedestal, holding it in place. I need you to go ahead and make an interfacing check, please. Good luck. Okay, 12. That's not terrible. 12. All right. Immediately, you're met with the same firewall, but this time, you're able to overcome that one. Uh, you get the sense as you're kind of sifting through it that it has at least one more firewall built into it. In that time, Atlas, will you please make a strength saving throw? A strength saving throw? Yep. Oof. Oh, easy. 19. 19? You hold on to the axe, but you get five feet closer to the hole. Oh. Um, Do you want to try and grab onto something? There's there's a few things right next to you, maybe, if you can grasp it. Yes, and I would like to do Ray of Frost to try to close the hole with, with ice. Okay. Is that possible? Yes. Okay. I want you to please go ahead and make that attack roll with Ray of Frost on okay. the area. Okay. That would be a seven. All right. It shoots, and your, your nanobots that... You guys watch as these nanobots go flowing out of her and they just get sucked right out into space and you then you atlas you get a front row view as once it's out into space where it should have turned into ice you just watch as it crystallizes for a second and then blows up into almost like glass dust shards that just float into the ether clive smart elephant huh please make an interfacing check <laughs> and we don't got time I'm for that. I'm flying. You're flying 15 feet you. towards Atlas. I didn't. Oh. What is that? A nine. 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 Just yeah. a nine? Just a nine. You are hit with an automatic. <sighs> Will you, Atlas, please make a strength saving throw? Oh! Natural 20 plus 6. 26. All right, you hold on to the axe, and you actually are able to like twist your body around so that you almost have the axe in front of you, and you kind of like twist it so that the heft is facing towards you and the heft is facing back towards the front of the ship, and you are almost using the axe as like a, uh, a stop versus like holding onto it in the axe and you're like being pulled on it. Your body weight is not being forced into the axe. Uh, that being said, That's you impressive. switch five feet back and you scoot. You get pulled a little bit more okay. towards, but you kind of effectively stay in the same place. Yeah. Is there anything you want to do? Well, not fly out of the ship. <laughs> um, grab onto something with my trunk. Okay, you can see right next, directly to your left, there is a door mm-hmm. that, as as you go flying by, it goes opens up for you if you want to try and grab it. Oh, I the, do. The want side. To. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and make an athletics check. Um, that would be a seven. I'm flying out. Seven. You scrabble it, and your fingernails just scrape the side. Yeah. Is she passing me? Wait, can I use my reaction to grab her trunk? Um, I need you, Atlas, to make an acrobatics check to not be hit by her. 
<laughs> She's huge. Eight. Eight. Mm. You get Sorry. slammed by the the Lashdon is getting pulled and just <laughs> it's like you've been you just got hit by like three versions of you. And I'm Alice, big. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Wait, just in case. Just the fact that I'm considered a large creature when, like, when it push, drag, or lifting things. I am much larger. You. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, let me do this. Six plus seven, which is thirteen. 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 Okay. She slams into you, and you, and you only get pushed five feet forward. Your axe is at the very edge. Like, if you get pushed more, you might lose the axe. Clive, I need you. To make another interpretation throw, if that's what you interpretation check, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You're running out of time. I'm gonna attempt to interface with the ship and get a twelve. The firewall goes down. And immediately you gain control of the ship. Your irises and your eyes go white. Although, because you're not attached to the goggles, you can't see what the ship would see or sense. But you feel as you will at the uh, muscle and sinew on the outside to come together. And you guys, directly right in front of you, Atlas, you are just inches from getting pushed into space. And suddenly, when you watch as this flesh kind of like comes together, overlapping each other, ratcheting on top of each other, pulling each other tight. And suddenly, everything holds into place. And as and that as that happens, Clive gets just kind of relaxes out of the thing and just sits back. It's like ah, that was too damn close. I'll push the elephant off of me. Hey, so as you push the elephant off, that's when you hear the sudden like humming of an alarm. Atlas. The elephant gets pushed to the side. McKenna, you're like, as you kind of fall over as Atlas stands up. Ahead of you, Atlas, you can see your pilot knocked on her head, blood pooling out of it. Clive controlling the ship. Clive, I need you to make a vehicle handling check as you realize what is going on. You, in this entire time, did not realize how close you were getting to the asteroid, and you are probably about two minutes from crashing into its surface. Alrighty, wonderful. Shoving, like you hear Clive just go, shoving his hand back in, and he just, is there anything you want to yell out moments before you guys are about to crash? I'd like to go help Brace for impact. Can I? You hear Clive yell, brace for impact. You start running. What are you going to try and do? Well, I'm quite good at um, interfacing and vehicle handling, so I'd like to override what you just said. Okay. You go, you sprint over, and you're about to get your hands in, and that's when I need you to go ahead and make, uh, I need you to try and make an interfacing check. Shit. By the time you make the interfacing check, because he's piloting it, and you haven't been added to the system, the ship suddenly, bam! And you guys crash in the side of the, of the asteroid and everything, everything goes dark. I need everyone to please go ahead and make a constitution uh, saving throw, please. Hey man, I was all fine. got on my ship. I was fine sitting under it. 
20. 17 plus 4, 21. 6. 17 plus 4, 21. 6. Clive, you are thrown to the side. You're you slamming into it. Oh. You black out. Oh. You, McKenna, and uh, Atlas, you're able to kind of brace yourselves against the various things. Clive, that is six points of damage to you. Atlas, that is two points. McKenna, that is one point. All right. Well, that wasn't too bad. I feel just a little banged up, huh? How are you two? Clive's knocked out. Yeah. I'm. I'm getting out of the rubble. Wait, where? We can breathe and stuff? I am, yeah, we can breathe? You can breathe. Okay. The asteroid that has been set up for the um, the prisoners to mine okay. has been augmented to have um, a low-level amount of oxygen. Okay. The little bits of the ship is that are still working. They're still kind of like beeping, but for the most part, you can see where like the side of, has been ripped out now in the back and the, the front section. Um, and you guys can feel the just coldness of air kind of starting to kind of walk in as you find yourself on the surface of Titan One. Did I notice that Clive, Clive or Clive? Clive. Clive? With a V. V, Clive. Um, do I notice if he was the one, like he closed the hole in the ship before, like when it happened or no? Uh, go ahead and make a, I would say that yes, just because you've okay. seen the pilot have to do stuff like that before and your pilot's knocked out. Okay, so yeah. And he's yeah. the only one like who was like really Yeah, piloting. I saw over there. Yeah. Before the crash. Okay. And he's also in that's a brace for impact. Yep. Okay. So do I see him anywhere? Uh, you see him knocked out literally by the front of the, the interface, just kind of on the side, arms just kind of like hanging out. Um, he's like kind of almost the mirror image of your of your pilot. Both of them kind of knocked to the side. Some rubble kind of spewing up around them. Um, some of the plants or planets asteroids excuse me like rocks and rubble has also kind of found its way into the ship and from what you can see it it is getting close to being dark and dark out here can mean frozen alrighty Um, Alice is going to be like grumbling to himself about this is why it doesn't work with anyone and then he's going to grab both the (laughs) Well, both pilots, basically, at this point, for him. And he's going to grab both of them and then look for, like, a shack or, like, one of the mining outposts or barracks or things that he knows from experience or something. All right. So, kind of like... Obviously, after collecting anything of his, like, his belongings and... (laughs) Yeah, as you kind of go around and try to, like, gather what you can, your immediate, like, survival instincts kick in. Grabbing both of the pilots, one hand, one hand, your bag on the on your back, slung in. You kind of look back at McKenna, kind of like, you know. No, I'll say like, I was like, let's go locks it on. And then you take that first step out onto the surface. When you go to take the step, you kind of float down, landing softly on the surface. The gravity not quite what it is for you normally. Mm-hmm. And you look around, and you see a barren expanse. In the far distance, you can see a almost like mountainous form mm-hmm. that the uh, that those who ha- who come here have taken to calling God's banana, uh, almost as like a spiteful way of making fun of the uh, 
the, the their situation and the terrain. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, what was the name? One more no, time? really, one more time, one more time. A God's banana. Yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, guys. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not me. It's the inmate. <laughs> There's a few craters near you. Mm-hmm. And I want you to go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're knocked out. Yeah. Um, six? Six. Oops, sorry. I turned up at six. Yeah. All around you, you there's smoke, haze, broken implements, and stuff like that. And maybe, probably about a little under a mile away, you can see the smoking remains of another ship. Most likely the prison ship. You guys find yourself here. Within about a mile of the mountain okay. that everyone calls God's Banana, but it has an actual name. Now, from the time that you flew over Atlas, having cased the place, having gotten to know it, mm-hmm. you know that this is the detention center. Okay. Over where the yard is, many miles away, is where the mining situation mm-hmm. happens. And the frigid domains is where those who run the prison colony reside there there's a fortress on walking legs and it purposely always walks in the cold so that way if a prisoner ever escaped they could never actually get to it without dying so it as the asteroids rotating it walks the opposite direction gotcha and then do i know if the mount banana or has the uh like any like Cat, like anything that's like people can go into or is it just a mountain it's just a mountain it's just a geographical okay terrain alrighty and how far is the yard from me well each thing's about a mile and you're here three so it's four. about two two to th- like three to the yard proper two to like the perimeter of it alright I will actually go to the mountain McKenna what do you want to do and yeah, the, the prison crashes, the transfer yeah. vessels close yeah, to the Yeah, I head towards the mountain and the prison crash. So immediately he steps out, looks around, and it's almost like very quick that he just suddenly is like, without a word, starts walking in the direction of the other crash. Um, I am going to, first off, try to do what I can to heal Clive and the other pilots. Um, so, as you're holding both of them, she is literally checking their pulse and trying to like... Yeah, I have them like, like swung <laughs> over my shoulder and she's like been looking over my I need you to go ahead and make a... Which one would you like to check out first? Uh, Clive. Okay, go ahead and make a, make a medicine check. 22. Wow. Nice. Clive is just passed out. There's like some minor cuts and scrapes. But you also have that realization of like, he literally saved all our lives. Yeah, I'll bandage him up. Um, Would the crash have torn any of my clothing to reveal that I am, in fact, a simp mm. during that whole or thing? Or I grabbed it. Oh, yeah. Do we do an investigation? Yeah, as you're doing that, go ahead and make an investigation check. 21. <laughs> there are some non-human signs. What does she see as she's, like, looking at some of the spots that should be... Well, human that are not more so that some of the 
armor plating that he's wearing is acting as actual skin as opposed to mm. armor. Like, it, it's, it's reinforced, but it's more like there's no way to remove it because it's, it's actually part of who he is. I don't say anything. Just notice. And then... Yeah, I'll try to heal the pilot as well. Or can I, like, bandage up his wounds and... Yeah, yeah, you should... You I can tell she's trying to bandage him, right? Yeah, you I'm can just, tell I'll, she's I'll put him down so it's like she can do it. Yeah. Because, yeah, this is backstory of my character, but yeah. I'll let her bandage him up before I just keep moving. And then she starts to look over the pilot. Will you please go to make a mental medicine check? Well, that one was five. That's okay. By the time you get to her, she's cold. And you, it doesn't take a genius to look at this. If she is alive, that's more what this medicine check is for. Mm-hmm. You would want to try and be able to identify where the damage was and how to even begin to start. So, I was, But I, the head has been knocked in. And you can see where bits of her uh, tiefling brain are like kind of like crawling out. Um, some teeth are missing. And it almost looks like... You've never seen this before. But maybe some of her consciousness never left the ship because her irises are still white as if she were still piloting it. Alice, so how, is she? how close were you in your pilot? Well, I take all my comrades as family. Well, you lost a family member today and I began sobbing. Like, full-on sobbing. Death is really hard for McKenna. Will you please make a constitution uh, safety throw, please? You wake up to the loudest elephant sobs. Some of like almost like puddles falling on your face as these like giant teardrops just. Oh, God. I kind of, after that, kind of walk off by myself for a moment and just like. How long have I known what the pilot? Because I know she said I was like a record now holder. Yeah, a a whole record of six runs. So that could be a long time. Yeah. So. And I see the prison ship. Yes. It's a relatively flat expanse. You are, as you're traveling, there's not really much to see. It's just, yeah. there's a few potholes of, like, other things that have, like, impacted into the asteroids and the natural holes. But you guys see, you see him wake yeah. up, and as you're kind of, like, wiping your face off, you kind of notice that you've been bandaged. And you see Veloxidon with, like, her medical gear kind of, like, all stowing them back into her pockets. And she's kind of, like, sobbing over and away from you guys. Oh. Oh, God. What What the hell happened? Did... Did, did, did we make it? Did... Oh, God. My my head. What, what's going on? Clive. That was quite the crash. And... And the... The pilot's died. Oh. oh man, that's that's unfortunate, but you're gonna have to pick yourself up because from what I see, we don't we don't have time to just stand around. She was like Alice's family. At this point, Alice is literally already he's been like marching towards the prison ship. Like, like with all his gear, like his jacket, anything else. He kind of put on like a demeanor of like no feeling anymore, and you're just like marching over to the. I'm gonna carry the pilot's body. Yep. As you guys, Atlas is maybe about now 200 yards ahead. 
and you both, you all look up as you see light just arc in the sky above you. And you see that kind of go back and forth as the guards who were chasing you are now in combat with the pirates way above. Well, well, we're not going to do much standing around here, so we might as well go with the big fellow over there. Starts walking towards in his direction. So you guys head that direction. I need one of you to please make a perception check. Like all of us? One. Oh. Wait, because we're separated right now, is it? One here, and then you can make it since you're up ahead as well. Oh, six. I'm done with this dice. You (laughs) notice strange little markings in the asteroid dirt. Markings that have not been eroded away, and they look almost like um, as if someone took a stick and dragged it through the dirt. But there's hundreds of them. These like lines that crisscross, leaving little tiny, like tiny, like few centimeter ruts in the ground. There's no way to tell what direction they're coming from, rather that they're everywhere. Do they look like tracking, like like animal, like was it under the dirt and left it, or you said it was like a stag? I'll just keep it to myself for now and notice it. Okay. As you guys continue to head towards the other prison ship, you eventually come to a um, a divot that leads down into a dark, dark hole. The only light coming from the fire uh, of the ship below. It's kind of oblong where the where the outside outer hide of the ship is. A lot of it's been torn off. And you can see dozens of marks that were scored as it, the pirates strafed. Unlike your ship, you don't see any markings of boarding. This seemed like a hit. There's smoke billowing out. Some of the one of the doors is kind of like propped open, and you can see like a few dead guards that like fell out. Some like having like various body parts missing. There's a few prisoners this way as well, uh, and the flames are just kind of like rolling, licking a little bit of the air. Are any of the prisoners alive? Or are they all dead? Make an investigation check. Oh, it's one. McKenna immediately just, like, goes running down there. Like, more death. More more tears that should be shed. But just too many too many dead people, whether they were good or bad, just to be able to shed. And all you can do is just kind of run around, checking the pulse, just trying to find out if there is anyone alive. So we've caught up to him then. Yeah, you guys kind of, like, ran right. up. He was just marching. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk up behind him and kind of put my hand on his, on his shoulder and you know, like walk up next to him and be like well I don't know who you are I don't know what you guys are doing but it appears to me you weren't the only one after that ship I think the best thing we can do now for all of us if we want to get out of here is see if maybe this thing still runs see if maybe we can scavenge something together to get off this damn asteroid And that's when you guys hear a faint voice, but alive, that yells, Help! 
Oh, God, somebody help get this thing off of me. Help! Does it look like a prisoner or a guard? It sounds like it's coming from in the ship. In the ship? Within the ship. I'm in a And, it, like, the ship is, like, you know, like, busted and, like, parts of it's, like, caved in on itself. And... I'm gonna run in there. As you run in, you immediately kind of, like, get in. You can see circuitry kind of pops right by your head. Kind of lightening up the place a little bit more. You see dozens of dead guards. Um, I'd like to do, like, an insider intelligence check, too, as I'm going in. Perception. On what? Just to be sure this is not, like, some kind of trap. All right. I would say you want an insight check. Okay. That'd be a 20. 20. You hear the voice go again. Please, somebody help! Um, is it gonna... And that's when you see some faint motion from the back where the flames are. And you see a short half-orc, a pug, trying to push a little barrier off of him. And you don't get the sense that this is a trap. His eyes are kind of like looking around wildly and he looks over at you and they widen and you can see that he has these uh, almost like sun marks on his skin. There are like some thin scars and he has his hair back in in, uh, tight uh, cornrows and he has one broken like tusk and a large one kind of coming out the other, uh, other side of his mouth and he looks at you as the flames kind of start to lick up the side of his arm and he goes please you gotta help me have we caught up to her at all that's what you guys hear um you guys kind of like start to round the corner Mm -hmm. as she's looking in at him and he makes that eye contact and i think that's probably where we'll want to call this game you would never So guys, thanks again for joining in for our uh, game of Starlight, and we can't wait to see you next time. Wish us luck. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Starlight. If you enjoyed this, please like, share, subscribe. For early releases, exclusive RPG content, and other bonus material, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash starlightadventures. And to reach us for questions to be aired, email us at thestarlightadventures at gmail.com. See you next Tuesday, spacers.